It is finally here. Training camp 2023 opens this week for your San Francisco 49ers. Uh, some key dates, what it's going to look like, overall feelings on what to expect from the San Francisco 49ers at training camp 2023. Coming up on today's Locked On 49ers. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers. Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker on all your socials. Thank you so much, everybody, for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On 49ers is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Croc, how'd it go? How'd, how'd you feel running the show for a couple of days? Taking a, it was so weird for me doing this for years and years. And, and uh, I rarely take any days off from doing the pod uh, during the week and uh it, it was it was kind of strange not doing a pod for a couple days and i listened to the winky wednesday and croc is the voice the first voice you hear uh and it was a fun episode i loved listening to it so it was, it was fun being on the other side and just kind of driving in the car coming back from the mountains and listening to winky wednesday featuring eric crocker and no brian peacock i know it was it, it was definitely interesting. It was kind of foreign for me, especially having a conversation with Winky without you being there. You know, uh, that's something that nah, has never happened. I think there were a couple of times where you were like sick and maybe, oh, I did host one show with Jason Aponte. That was like one time, though. I mean, yeah. in, within the two years we've been doing this. So I did have uh, COVID was, that one time. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that was good stuff, man. It, look, it's it's camp week. We're here, man. We're vacationed up and. Uh, it's it's time to start training camp Tuesday. Training camp officially opens. Rookies already there uh, at camp for the San Francisco 49ers. First practice will be Wednesday, and then you're off and running. There's you know two a day practices, and uh, there's going to be uh, tons of fun stuff to get into, especially with Jimmy G now being cleared and the joint practices and in preseason games with the Raiders as well. But um, Croc, uh, and it kind of ties into the Jimmy G thing, and I want to get to that in a minute, but. What are your overall thoughts about the 49ers heading into training camp right now? Because I was thinking about this on vacation, about the 49ers. And the the the, the talking point right now, especially as it pertains to the quarterbacks, is, okay, Brock Purdy, when healthy, he's going to be the starter. And then and I realized, you know, every year we go through this where we think it's going to be normal. No way in hell it's going to be normal. It is going to be bonkers, chaos, crazy season, just like it always is, right? Just like it was in uh, in 1990 with Joe Montana and Steve Young. Just like it was in 1998 with uh, uh, with with Steve Young getting knocked out, and then uh, you know all of a sudden it's like a new era of 49ers football. And just like it was in the early 2000s and Jeff Garcia's come up, and then just like it was in 2005 and 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 Alex Smith era in 2008 and then 2012 with Kaepernick. And then every single year from 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022 of the Kyle Shanahan era, uh, it's not going to be that easy. So I can't wait to see what throws us for a loop this season, but something clearly is. And even if the quarterback 
room seems set before the season, if there's good news when camp opens and good news about Brock Purdy and he's cleared and we think he's going to be the number one guy, it's it's just not going to go that easy because it never does with this team. It, it never does. And I think it is exciting. This is, I mean, just the team in general should be exciting for a lot of fans, you know, just what to kind of expect. You know, you, you assume that this is going to be a really good team on the field and it starts with training camp and you st- really starts with the quarterback position. I guess right now, two guys trying to fight for, I guess, do you, does it start with the second string and then see if you can work your way up from there? Is that how these quarterbacks are looking at it? So, you know, Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, like, can I solidify myself as QB2? And then from there, it's like, okay, now I have my sights set on QB1, uh, depending on what's going on with Brock Purdy. The final boss, is it like a video game thing where you got to beat the lower level boss, then you got to go beat the final boss at the end? Or are you just trying to be the straight up boss from the beginning? I don't know. That's, I would imagine the the way to go about it from the player's mindset is I'm competing to be number one, the guy. Brock's not even here. So I'm taking the first reps of camp. I am QB1 right now, and I'm going to play so well, and I'm going to prove that I should continue to be QB1 into the season. I think that's probably the mindset. Now, I don't know what the mindset is from the team and how they're going to decide on on things and how that looks. If if it's more like, um, and probably probably it is for Kyle, if we're believing everything that, okay, as long as Brock Purdy's healthy, he's going to be the dude. But right now, these guys are battling for number two, but there's no number one here right now. Who, who do you think is uh, first snaps, first day? Just like it was in the spring, I think it'll be Trey. I, I that, that, that's one of the things that's happened over the course of the spring and some of the national reporters talking about Sam Darnold. And even if the 49ers are excited about Sam Darnold, there's nothing that sh- could have or should have changed when they're rolling around in shorts in Santa Clara over the springtime. It's just a handful of, of practices, right? So there's, there's nothing that should have changed. It was Trey that, that took the first snap and the first reps. And then remember Kyle was asked about it. He's like, oh yeah, we're going to get Sam some first string reps as well. And he did get some, but it was Trey first. So it should be Trey first when camp does open later this week. All right. Yeah, that's probably what I'm expecting to see as well. Now, I guess as it pertains to Trey Lance, what are you expecting or wanting to see out of him? Because I think that's the broad kind of picture. Some people want to see this flash. Some people want to just see, is he making the layup throws more consistently? Uh, for me, I think it's just more how he just conduct him, conducts himself. Does he look like a veteran? Does he look like a guy that's been in this system for his third offseason now? So, you know, does it look just more normal, more natural with him at the quarterback position? I think that's what I'm that, that's going to be my biggest takeaway as it pertains to Lance. And, and that's a big part of QB1. How does he? carry himself does he feel comfortable does he look like qb1 not from a uh necessarily a performance standpoint but that too but how's he carrying himself does he know exactly what he needs to do is he the leader of everybody um is he commanding uh what he needs to command and yeah it is is the ball going where it's supposed to go because i so much is talked about his his delivery and his wind up and you know footwork and all these things and, and sure it's important there's gonna be some things i'm gonna be watching with trey lance uh, that are important, but does the ball go where it's supposed to go from a mental standpoint and a physical standpoint, right? I don't, I don't care what the delivery looks like as long as the ball gets there. So th- I'm looking more for that. Like, is is he missing guys high? Is he uh, is he not putting the ball in the right places? You know, and it, we don't really know what the progressions are going to be. So that's one of the hard things about camp. It's like, oh, so-and-so look good, but Kyle might be over here saying, well, he wasn't making the, the – 
the right reads and the, he wasn't doing things exactly the way I wanted to, which is maybe why in our minds watching Proc Purdy at camp, he didn't really stand out to us at camp, you know, and, and I, there wasn't many reports. People were like some, there were some practices where, yeah, Brock Purdy's okay. You know, might make the team kind of thing, but it wasn't like, oh, this guy's going to be a stud. But Kyle might've been looking at it completely differently than you're looking at it at camp and saying, oh man, this guy's got it down already. And he's doing exactly, he's going through these plays and progressions exactly how I want him to. So um, that's kind of, we won't quite know that, but just how, comfortable Trey Lance is how he's carrying himself and where's the ball going is the ball getting where it's supposed to be or is he going to have trouble with his uh with his accuracy so that that'll be that'll be huge for me to watch with Trey Lance it feels like there's been a lack of quarterback wide receiver camaraderie this past offseason and not like in a bad way but you know usually you see the videos and the and the photos of guys working out together and I don't remember seeing that this offseason. I don't remember seeing that this summer from 49er guys. You know what? That's That reminds me of something else I wanted to talk about, about offseason stuff, and why I'm so glad training camp is actually here, Crocs. So next, let's get into that. Uh, what, what are we seeing on the gram versus what is reality? And yeah, we don't have that quarterback wide receiver hype, the the, the hyped-up connection like we had last year with with Ayuk and, and Trey Lance. We don't have that coming into camp this year so uh jimmy g cleared talk raiders 49ers joint practices preseason football next today's episode of lockdown 49ers is brought to you by linkedin jobs these days every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business and really it's no different than football right you want to make sure those hires you made at the nfl draft are the, are the right employees for you when you're Businesses version of training camp gets going when you are uh, really in need of those employees. You want to be 100 percent certain you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you do is you add your job to the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. And that spreads the word that you're hiring simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on just the right candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and eventually hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Just post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. <laughs> the I, one of the funniest things and it's it's it, it's so hard for you know football fans and you know it's it's kind of a year-long sport but you do get that lull and it, and it happens we're kind of coming out of it now right it happens june especially late june july nothing's happening nothing's happening on the field everything's kind of in your mind as a fan right and you get these weird conversations about oh what ifs here what ifs there you get reports from the media oh sam darnold there you know it's like well, yeah, nothing's happening right now like there's there's no gains uh, happening the gains are happening secretly and silently but we get to see we get to see a peak of that now that we didn't before with social media and one of the funniest things i see and it happens with everybody and everyone's so hyped up about it, it's like oh debo's in the lab right and you see like one rep of one workout and everyone's like oh dang here comes debo right it's a huge year for debo i I don't know what he's doing. He's, I saw one rep of, of one <laughs> workout, you know, but like everyone gets so hyped on the player workouts and, you know, is, you know, you see Nick Chubb squatting 600 pounds on this floppy. Where did that come from? By the way, the floppy bar. 
on the yeah, uh, what? What what is that? I don't I don't know. I've never messed with one of those. So I use the standard barbell, uh, forty five pound or Olympic barbell, <laughs> not not the go. floppy thing. No floppy bells for uh, for <laughs> Crocker, uh, but yeah. So th- that's why I'm so glad we get to see him on the field. So you have something to actually analyze because me, that's where my mind is, and and, and I'm more analyst when it comes to this. And so getting hyped about seeing a guy's workout that he's you know posting on the gram, it's like man, yeah, I don't know, it doesn't do anything for me. So I'm kind of glad that season is now over, and we're going to get some actual uh, reports from camp and see these guys working out. You know, I was on Twitter the other day and I saw Chad Ochocinco, a.k.a. Chad Johnson. Someone had asked him a question about how serious did he take preseason. He was like, man, I took preseason very seriously. He said, you know, that was a time for Carson and I to really get on the same page and really build this, like, camaraderie. And that's the one thing right there that the 49er players just haven't truly had, not just from a sense of preseason, but just training camp in general, just my quarterback – my receiver, and we're just going to work nonstop to make sure that we're on the same page. And it feels like the 49ers spend an entire season trying to figure that camaraderie out, depending on who the quarterback is. I think that's probably an underrated aspect of what Kyle Shanahan is working with. Most guys just work with each other. Think about in Atlanta, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. I mean, prior to Kyle Shanahan showing up, they had played four or five seasons together. Mm-hmm. Four or five off seasons together. Four, you know, four or five uh, training sessions away from the football field, and then the actual seasons. And you know, Kyle just hasn't been able to even build that. Where this quarterback just knows exactly how this receiver wants this and wants that. And I don't know, if, you know, any of our listeners out there right now have been around like guys at a high level, like a quarterback and receiver that function at the highest level. They work on all the little like meticulous things as it pertains to their connection and understanding, Hey, if the defensive back is right here, I'm going to throw it to you right here. And they work it and they rep it and they rep it. And I think that's the part where the 49ers are kind of missing. They they just don't, they don't have that. So we want to see our guys take off, especially the receivers and the Madden ratings were a big thing last week. And it's like, man, you want to see those Madden ratings go up? Get a quarterback and receiver that are able to work together in the offseason so they can really showcase that during the actual football season. And then you see the stats go up, and then you see better ratings. I'm trying to think back. So, obviously, Trey had at least last offseason. And, and there was a bunch of hype, remember, with, uh, with obviously, Debo was coming off the huge year. There was tons of hype with with Ayuk and and Trey Lance working out together. It was like, okay, maybe this is going to be the connection, a little bit more of a downfield threat and a bigger round quarterback now for the 49ers. And so that happened at least during the offseason for, for Trey Lance, and he was having an opportunity to throw these guys and, and, and of course, preseason and into the season, but then got hurt week two, early on in week two, and that was it for the rest of the year until this offseason, again, uh, with Jimmy G's injuries, with – Go, so I, I and Jimmy G doesn't answer his phone. That's like a real thing, I guess. <laughs> I heard Kyle Yuschek talking about it, and he said they they were asking him Haberman and Middlecoff. They asked him if if he had heard from Jimmy G. He's like, I ain't really hear from Jimmy G when he was on our team, so I'm definitely not getting a call back now. So uh, I don't know if Jimmy was doing a whole lot of working out with the guys. I know he had the one time in Tennessee and then Debo broke his foot. Richie James did something to his hand. And then it's like, okay, um, never heard about any offseason workouts again right. with Jimmy G involved. So there's, there's with the injuries to Jimmy G to Trey, Brock 
Purdy now doesn't have an off season. Like there's, there's no opportunity to build that camaraderie. And even thinking back to, and this kind of goes back to my original thought with the 49ers this year, it's always bonkers. And the 49ers have not in this era of football had an opportunity to just have a, a season and an off season in a row. That's never happened. Right. Uh, uh, 20, let's see, 2020, Jimmy got hurt. So at least, so 2019, so 2018, Jimmy was hurt. When did he come back in 2019? So was he there for all of camp in 2019? That was Bosa's rookie year. They, they went from drafting number two overall to go into the Super Bowl in 2019. Did they get a, did they get an off season season off season again, all in a row, like a calendar full year of healthy quarterback. You're the starter and you know who you're, receivers are no he got kind of an offseason but he was recovering from the acl from 2018 right okay so then 2019 started and he was kind of working his way back in still and then the season came and it took him a little while to get up to speed and then boom so then he had he had that season and then he had the next offseason but then he got hurt what week two i'm gonna say he had the high angle sprain yeah Mm -hmm. against the jets and then from there on, it just continued to kind of get weird. He was kind of in and out of the lineup and didn't play a full season. So I don't know if they've ever had just, you know, full season, full off season, full season, full off season with the same quarterback. And yeah. for most teams, that's just the standard. That's just the norm. And it hasn't been that way with the Niners. And unless it's Trey Lance, that's the starter. They're still not going to have it going into next year because Brock missed all of this off season. So, well, uh, they still won't have it because they didn't have a full season last year. So, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's true. So uh, it is difficult to build that that camaraderie. Yeah. And um, it's so important for the 49ers to, to get that and have something set at quarterback. And But when you when you put it that way, Croc, and it's not really the thing I had thought about was that that connection between the receivers and the quarterback. It's not just having the healthy quarterback and knowing who the quarterback is. It's building that thing where you can know blindfolded where that receiver is going to be when he's running a certain route. Uh, and it's still going to take time for the 49ers to have that. And they, they can't build it right now with Brock Purdy. If he is the guy week one, they're not building it this offseason. I, I, I would say the one thing that maybe now that I'm thinking about it makes it a little bit different for the 49ers is that the scheme is more or it's, it's more scheme dependent as opposed to receivers just consistently have to win one-on-one matchups and attacking those one-on-one matchups. So that might be the thing where Kyle would tell you, oh, it doesn't matter as much as, as long as the quarterback just makes the right read. Then the guy's going to be there. He's going to be open. Uh, as opposed to, like, let's say Aaron Rodgers up there yeah. in New York. I was going to say and, with Dante Adams, you know, because he would just look at him at the line of scrimmage and they, they or, yeah. doing, and maybe nobody else, including the coach, knows what's about to happen. But they look at each other. They know what's about to happen right now. Right. And, and, okay, so that's a perfect example. Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. It, you know, similar offense as the 49ers, but the way they were able to kind of tweak things, and that's probably the next phase to it that the 49ers just can't get to because they can't have a quarterback start two full straight seasons. But, hey, you know, we're going to do this, and it's just me and you now. It's a one-on-one. I just know if he's like this, I'm going to throw it like this, or if he's like this, I'm going to throw it to you like this. And the 49ers just they just haven't had that. And that's that's really, I guess, cool to see because they've had a certain level of success yeah. that they've so been able to have without having that type of camaraderie between a receiver and quarterback. Now, my thing is, what if they did have it? 
I mean, are we talking about, you know, Mahomes, Travis Kelsey type success? Not saying like in the sense of what it looks like or yardage, but just, hey, man, we're we're able to go above and beyond because we just know how to work off of each other. All right, next, Croc. Jimmy Garoppolo did pass his physical. He's going to, unlike with the 49ers last year, he's going to start training camp healthy for his new team, the Las Vegas Raiders. And, man, how interesting are those joint practices and preseason games now going to be with those Las Vegas Raiders next? Thanks again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen every day. Shout out to all the everydayers out there all around the world. We appreciate you making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure you're subscribed up on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts. Jimmy Garoppolo cleared. Remember last year at this time, seeing the weird Jimmy thing and not knowing what's going on, thinking he's going to be traded. He's working out on the side. That's one thing that we're, when camp opens, what's Brock Purdy going to be doing? Is he going to be doing the, the Jimmy G thing where he's working out on the side, he goes away, then the players come out and, and have a real practice without him? Or is he going to start to be ingrained a little bit into practice? Or will, will that start to happen uh, as we move on a little bit? We've already seen, you know, and that's the thing. Injuries pop up quickly. We've seen Darrell Luter, the rookie. Rookies, Show up to camp, and guess what? Some un- mystery, unknown mystery injury right now for rookie Darrell Luter goes on the pup list before camp. So he, that means he can come back whenever he, um, whenever he's healthy. If you start, if you're on the pup list before camp starts, you can come back and, and be activated at any time. So day two of camp, Darrell Luter could come back and get activated. We'll see if any other guys go on pup. Usually, it's it's more than than one guy. So the Niners have been kind of lucky with the, the injury bug in the offseason so far. Um, but if you get hurt in camp and go on the pup list, now you're out for six weeks and, and you, you have to wait into the season. And like we saw with uh, Jimmy Ward was was one of those last year where got hurt in camp and you go on the list once you're once camp opens. It's a different scenario for you and you're probably going to miss some time. But uh, Jimmy G cleared by the Las Vegas Raiders. He had that foot injury. Uh, all good now. He passed his physical. He's going to start camp with the Las Vegas Raiders, which means Croc. Nick Bosa and the gang, Eric Armstead, they're going to have a chance to go after him a little bit in those joint practices. Now, they better not touch him too much, right? Because you're still not trying to hit guys. But in the preseason game, when Jimmy G's on the field, then they can't hit him. So uh, this will be very interesting here with the, the Raiders. The joint practices coming up in just, I mean, a handful of days. It is August 10th and 11th, I believe, are the two joint practices with the Raiders in Henderson, Nevada, and then... August 13th, that preseason game against the Las Vegas Raiders. How hyped are you for that one? I'm pretty high. I'm more hyped for the practices. And I'm trying to figure out right now, like, can I get to watch these practices? The way do you see, first of all, I got a pick with all you like season ticket holders and some of you guys that bought got bought these tickets and sold out within an hour of them being released. Why are y'all charging these uh tickets like they're Yeezys or something? Like they, you know, they're $10 tickets. And then it's like, yeah, but we're selling it for $150. So anybody that has any out there, let me and Peacock know because we'll definitely love to go. But they were sold out so fast. Couldn't grab any. I'm hoping that we can grab some for Las Vegas because I definitely will go and catch a couple of those practices, see what they look like. I think the practices will probably be more intense than the actual game in the sense of guys are playing. I think that's what happened last year where when the 49ers are playing the Minnesota Vikings, they had the joint practice. And because of that, the, none of the starters played against the Vikings. So uh, the practice for the Jimmy G and Trey Lance and a lot of those uh, starters is probably more important. So that's that's where I need to be. <laughs> that's a good call. I didn't even think about doing the uh, 
the Henderson, Nevada Raiders practice facility, joint practices. So, yeah, maybe we might have to take a little trip to Las Vegas, Croc, here. Yeah, man, let's go. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm pumped for camp, man. I can't wait to see these guys on the field. Uh, How how do you think Jimmy G is going to do for the Raiders this year? I think Jimmy G is going to look like Jimmy G. And for some people, that's good. For some people, that's bad. For me, I think it's I think it's good. I, I think Jimmy G is a good starting NFL quarterback. He's just not a guy that's going to take you above and beyond, right? Like he's going to need some help, which I think he has. You know, he's going to be able to turn and hand the ball off to Josh Jacobs, who led the NFL in rushing last year. You know, he has a uh, Colton Miller, a guy who we thought like, wow, 49ers were able to get McGlinchey. They got Miller. Now Miller's one of the best tackles in the NFL, which is crazy. You weren't saying after the first year. And then, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, Max Crosby, and if they can continue to build around him, they got something cooking. So I think that's the recipe for Jimmy Garoppolo to be success. I'd expect them to definitely be better than they were last year. And if you have a gun in my head right now, regardless of who's in their conference or the division, I know a lot of people are going to look to this loaded AFC with star-studded quarterbacks everywhere. Jimmy G sneaking in wouldn't be something that surprises me at all. What is this, July 22nd, July 23rd, July 24th? We're already doing, uh, we're, we're already breaking down opponents here. <laughs> Locked up 49ers. That, that should tell you where we're crocking and my minds are at here as, as we're getting ready for football. Uh, I think there's a chance that, that Garoppolo could fit Josh McDaniel's system just maybe even a little bit better than Kyle Shanahan. It's not that, uh, it's not that McDaniel's is a better offensive coordinator or, uh, uh, a play designer or anything like that, or that the Raiders are better. They do have some nice weapons for him on offense. You mentioned the offensive line. And I mean, when you can throw to Devontae Adams and you got Hunter Renfro in the slot and, you know, uh, Austin Hooper at tight end, plus they just drafted second rounder Michael Mayer, who a lot of people thought was the best tight end in this draft out of Notre Dame in the second round. Uh, by the way, in your fantasy leagues, might be a little sneaky play for you because, you know, Jimmy likes to target the middle of the football field. So Michael Mayer, the rookie tight end, might have a nice little season there. Um, so, yeah, there's there's some weapons at Jimmy's disposal, and I just think the system of kind of spreading things out, a little more shotgun, not as much play action, turning your back to the field, and then getting tricked by that robber safety, I think that could help Jimmy Garoppolo in some ways. So um, a, a healthy Jimmy, I think, could have a pretty decent season, and they might have to throw the ball a lot because, you know, aside from Crosby and an aging Chandler Jones and Jerry Tillery on that defensive line, for the Raiders, their back seven is not good. So that's another thing I'll be looking for in those joint practices and in the preseason game for the 49ers. Whoever's the quarterback is going to have to going to have an opportunity to torch those Raiders DBs. I think when it as it comes to practice against the Raiders, I'm interest, interest interested to see the battle between Fred Warner and Jimmy Garoppolo. Fred's going to talk that he's going to talk that oh, talk. No. He, he talks trash when you are his teammate. <laughs> Just imagine when he's not your teammate and some of the things he'll probably say to Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, and Jimmy Garoppolo is known to you know, throw, him a, throw him a ball or two in practices. I can see Jimmy uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I can see Fred Warner getting a little, little mouthy a little bit. No doubt. Oh, and, and like the secrets that those guys all have. They, there's going to be some interesting trash talk happening there too. And so that that's definitely going to be worth the price of admission to see those joint practices because those get heated too they're every year that's where the big scraps happen right because finally yeah. you're practicing against somebody else and everyone's trying to be tough and and uh and, and you see these you know bench clears at at training camp practices every season sometimes the niners sometimes other teams uh there's going to be a little scrap so so we'll see we'll see how uh 
how that turns out. It's going to be fun with the with the 49ers and Raiders joint practices. It's going to be so much fun this season. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for all the loops that we are thrown for, Croc, um, because it's always chaos in the NFL. We think we know how it's going to go, but uh, it's not going to go that way. And it's never easy, and it's always a lot of fun. So training camp, getting going. Uh, I cannot wait. Croc, one more question for you here. You're at camp, first day, not counting quarterbacks. What player are you going to look for first? Who are you most excited to see? Oh, man. Probably Diamador Lenore. Be- because it's that year where he's expected to kind of come in and be that guy. And people are questioning, man, who's going to play opposite Traverius Ward? I want to see how he fits in this defense. Uh, you know, listening to him and his confidence that he has in himself and how he's going about this offseason, I'm excited about that. And there, I don't know, there's just this different level of confidence that, like, once you feel like you are coming into your own, you, you kind of grasp and, and take hold of that. And I think that's where he's at now. And I just want to see what that looks like with him. So, obviously, there's a lot of tremendous stuff going on. I could have said Brandon Knight, but he cooks everybody every offseason anyways. Debo Samuel, you know, what does he look like? Is he in shape? But it doesn't even matter what he does in, in training camp. I know what he's going to do come season. For me, it's really Diamondo Lenore. I think he's kind of the X factor of this team and defense for sure. Diamo's going to be wearing that number two jersey. So he'll probably look a little faster even than what was he wearing, 38 before or something? 38. That's a bad number. Yeah, he, he's going to be better yeah. just, because, uh, just because of that one. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably look more at the trenches, Colton McKivitz and, and Drake Jackson specifically, and maybe those guys going head to head, right? Because uh, it's so important how the 49ers' offensive line plays, um, and there's a lot of competition there for some of the backup roles on the offensive line, and of course, who's gonna be the dude opposite of of Nick Bosa, and for the 49ers' sake, hopefully, it is last year's second rounder in Drake Jackson, and uh, yeah, see see what kind of shape he looks like he's in, and see what kind of shape Debo looks like he's in and the rookies too, like Jair Brown, like all the rookies, the rookie tight ends that, that every year to see the new players for the first time in that Jersey, in that NFL Jersey for your team, that, that's always really fun for the fans. So I uh, can't wait to watch the rookies this camp as well. And of course we'll have you covered every step of the way, training camp, preseason, regular season, playoff football right here. Locked on 49ers. Subscribe to this video.